This is Joe. And this is Nat. And you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you. And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that. So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life the best one yet. Hey everyone, it's Joe. And it's Nat, and welcome to another episode of Getting Better with Age. How you doing today, Joe? I'm doing wonderful. You know that. I'm married to you. How can I not be doing wonderful when I get to share my life with you? That is true. And you know what? I trained him well. 100%. <laughs> I'm a smart guy. I know how this works. Yes. Well, it's been a good day today. Very busy day. So anyway, I wanted to talk about something. And actually, I'm not going to ask a question this time because I always start with a question. This time I am not. I want to talk about something that uh, I came across just a few weeks ago. Um, there was a Sur- Surgeon General Advisory Board that said there is a major epidemic in this country. And you know what? It's not COVID. Thank God. It's something that surprised me. And it's an academic, uh, uh, academic, <laughs> I said, <laughs> an epidemic of loneliness and isolation in the United States. And they said that. about 50% of adults in this country experience a measurable amount of loneliness and isolation. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of people. Yeah, I I know. I was just trying to calculate my head because I know I think there's like 315 million people in this country. And so you extrapolate down, there's probably about, you know, 100 million adults, if not more, probably half the part, probably, you know, 150, 175. And so half of that. So you're talking about, you know, roughly 90 to 100 million people who are suffering from a lack of social connection and loneliness, which is which is sad. Right. And what's worse is that feelings of loneliness and isolation are actually very devastating on all aspects of your health, mental, emotional, physical. No, absolutely. Uh, There's some crazy statistics. Yeah, I, I think I Joe was, has them. I, I, was I was blown, blown away, away when I saw this. I was like, holy crap, right? Because we're, we're at that age. And I know I see with my parents, you know, a lot of their friends and family members are dying. I've already lost two close friends. You know, we've yeah, had I know. friends who have lost, you know, husbands and, you know, brothers and sisters and siblings and parents. And you just see, you know, it's like watching that train coming down the road. You know, it's almost like the the last man standing kind of. Yeah. But it's, you know, this is just a fact of this is how it is. It's how it's always been. But you can see the devastating effects. I see it with with my parents, you know, especially with my mom, the effects of, you know, losing friends, losing colleagues, losing friendships. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking. But, you know, just, you know, do you want to share the stats? Because, again, these these are like fascinating. Yeah, I I believe it's like. 20%, 20%, it, there's a 20% increase in um, heart disease. Heart disease, 20, 20, thank you. <laughs> All right, why, why don't I take over from I was, here? I'm the stats guy. I okay? was reading the wrong thing, That's sorry. It. He's going to do that. Right. So there's <laughs> this, uh, this is what the results uh, of this study indicated, is that there's a 29% increased risk of heart disease, a 32% increased risk of stroke. A fifth, this one I found fascinating, a 50% increased risk of dementia oh, for I adults, know. you know, I guess because of, you know, what we experienced with your mom with my mom, and, you know, just seeing that being so common today. And 
another fact is that a lack of social connection or loneliness increases a risk of a premature death by over 60%. Wow. That's a lot. Like that's crazy numbers. Right. And you know, and if you really think about it, right. Okay. You know, I know I've had periods in my life where I've felt lonely. Mm -hmm. And you know, for those of you listening, lonely doesn't mean that you're not in a relationship. You can be in a relationship and still feel lonely. I was with someone (laughs) and I had never felt more lonely in my life than I felt while I was in that relationship. That wasn't me, just to let you know. No, no, absolutely (laughs) not. Thank God for that. But you can be in a relationship and still feel lonely. And I think the reason why is that when you're not in a relationship, it's like, okay, well, this is why I feel lonely, right? And it makes sense. We can kind of understand it. But when you have somebody and you're in a relationship and you still feel lonely, I think it compounds it. And I I felt a hundred times more lonely in that relationship than I felt when I was single. So for those of you who are out there who are listening, you can probably relate because loneliness doesn't mean not having people in your life. You can have people in your life Mm -hmm. and still feel lonely. And that's what we want to focus on today, because if you're at that midpoint of your life, again, life is happening. Life is doing what life is doing, but what you're doing as life how you're responding to life as it's showing up for you mm-hmm. will ultimately determine if your life gets better and you diminish the loneliness, increase your so- social connections, feel better, feel healthier, mm-hmm. feel happier, feel less depressed, all those wonderful things that you can have or just sit and go, well, that's just how it is. You know, it's, right. it's age is getting older. People are dying. There's nothing left I can do. Right. And here's the thing. And like I said, and Joe said before about noticing it with his parents and I notice it with my dad after losing my mom. And um, because when she got sick, they kind of lost a lot of their friend connections, which was very sad. And so he kind of has nobody except us. Thank goodness. But um, can can I just chime in on that? Because I think that's something so valuable because I saw when my friend passed of cancer. A lot of people don't know how to handle sickness and death. Oh, exactly. Right. And so what happens, I think good people who are good friends, because they get uncomfortable and don't know how to handle it, they kind of pull themselves back. And that's so unhealthy in every way. You know, I can see when my my friend Phil was passing away when he was dying of cancer. And I got to spend time with him and really just connect to be with him and his partner. And it was a wonderful, beautiful experience for yeah. all of us. I remember. You know, being able to be there for him, to love and support him as he was going through his stuff and also being there to talk to his partner and giving him some connection because a lot of their friends and people were pulling away and didn't know what to do. So, you know, I believe that what you put out into the world ultimately comes back. So if you have someone in your life who's going through some tough times and they're having some health challenges and it makes you uncomfortable, that's cool. But try and push past that and try and be there for them and love and support them on their journey. And that that includes being honest and you'll see what a wonderful, beautiful experience it can be. Oh, exactly. Um, But the point I was trying to make was um, it's so important to kind of make sure at our stage of life in midlife, you kind of, work hard at keeping those connections because you don't want to be in that situation when you're older where, you know, you don't have anybody around and, and yes, you're losing people, but you can know how to form new connections. And 
So it, it's it's about kind of preparing right, for that right. time. Yeah, it, it's 100%. percent yeah. is knowing this is what's coming. This is what's yeah. ahead, right? That's the beautiful part of being a child. You start seeing what adults start going through. And you, you know, and that's really how this podcast started. We're like, okay, we see what's ahead. Mm, yeah. And we're literally at the crossroads of our life. We can do nothing. We can sit around. We can complain and go, well, we're just getting old. That's how it is. Just suck it up. The best years are behind you. No, or we they can say, are not. Yeah, we can say, <laughs> you know what? Maybe it doesn't have to be. Who are those individuals who are healthier, who are happier, who are more productive, who are more fulfilled, who are literally enjoying life and having a right. better second half than the first half. And you're absolutely right. It's, it's preparing for that and being proactive versus reactive. Because I think if you can sit and go, okay, this is how it is. This is what's coming, coming down the road. But now I, I have choices. Now there are things I can do. And that's why I want to share this is because if you're experiencing any kind of loneliness in your life, even if you have people in your life, those relationships may not be what they once were, but maybe you can get them back. Or yeah. maybe those relationships will never be what they were. So you can go and create and foster new relationships. And one of the things I think we see in our journey that it's very common, and I think this is more, you can add to this for women, that as we get older, we start having families and kids and responsibilities. I think the focus just becomes on kind of surviving and mm -hmm. getting through that very often, unless it's those really, really close people that you're like just 100% connected and bonded with, that those other relationships start to wither away. Not because people don't care and don't like each other, but I think their focus isn't on that relationship. They kind of shift their priorities in other areas. Right. And you could see over time how, re like Joe said, how relationships change and shift. And you kind of get to a stage where it's like, you know who your real friends are and who you can count on. Um, but what I also wanted to say was about feeling lonely, even, you know, Joe and I have a really good marriage and, you know, we have great relationships with our kids, but there was a time when I felt lonely because like being the, like I have a husband and three boys, like <laughs> lots of testosterone in the house, being the only woman in the house, I kind of felt lonely because I didn't have that, you know, female connection. And, you know, my mom was sick, so I couldn't even have that connection with her. And, um, like Joe said, everybody kind of gets in their survival mode, taking care of kids and just your world kind of like implodes in a way. And, you know, it was actually Joe who like really pushed me to, you know, go out and form connections with other women in, in our town. And this was, you know, years ago when yes. we kind of were new to town. Yeah. And I remember him saying, he's like, listen, go out with Jen. He goes, take, go to lunch, have a good time. Here's 50 bucks. Go to lunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so I did that and it felt good. And, and, you know, once the kids started school, it was kind of easier. Um, though, it, well, actually, no, because there were some parents that were very, very clicky and you no. just cannot get behind those. Right. You can't infiltrate. Oh my the God. Circle. Anyway, but once I got into my second and third child, it got so much easier and, um, you know, I have wonderful friends in this town now, and I have wonderful friends from growing up and from college. And, you know, it's like, I'm very grateful. Um, but there are still times when I'm like, I wish I could see them all the time and, and have more, you know, interaction and everything. And, um, but we try our best and, it, but it's really making that effort because again, down the road, 
it's going to get even more difficult. So make sure you really, really work on keeping those connections. It's so important. Yeah. And I I think you just hit the nail on the head. It's really putting in the effort to foster those connections. I can say for myself, right. You know, I have, I have great friends, Absolutely. but we're so caught up in being dads and coaches and business owners and, and, and everything providing for our family that very often we don't put in the effort consistently the way we, the way we should. And I know I'm completely guilty of that, Mm -hmm. but when we get together, (laughs) right. And when we talk, it's like, Oh, it's like no time has passed. Right. But I think, you know, and that's in reading this article really made me see how important it is to foster those relationships. Just pick up the phone. Hey, what's going on? How are you doing? You want, let's grab a quick bite or, you know what? Yeah. Let's go, um, let's go to lunch or, you know, let's, you know, how are you doing? Just a phone call. Hey, what's going on in your world? I saw that where, yeah. you know, sometimes I have that intention of, you know, I got to call so-and-so and by the end of the day, I'm just and tired. And you forget or yeah. No, no, I just, I'm not, I forget. I'm just, <laughs> I'm too I'm tired. just tired and, you know, I just want to relax. It's been a long day. But now I see that, you know, how important it is that sometimes I take those relationships for granted and that I need to foster because I love connection. You know, I'm a people person and I love being around like-minded people. (laughs) Let me emphasize that. If you're one of my peeps, we'll hang out, we'll have fun, we'll have a blast. But if not, like, I don't want to deal with you. Like, I'm not one of those people. Like I, can't, the, I can't be Like fake. the negative energy people. Yeah. Oh, hi, how you doing? It's great to see you. And you know, they're full of crap. And it's like, no, let's just be real with each other. You don't really care. And that's okay. Yeah, you know, no, we it's fine. We can't please everybody. But let's find those people in life that we can connect with. Yeah. And I know some of you are out there, maybe in a transition stage. You were sometimes, you know, maybe you had some friendships and those old friendships are dying because new and better friendships are supposed to happen. Or maybe you're in a relationship and you put all your effort into that relationship and that relationship is no longer there. And you're kind of, you're, you're missing a lack of social connection, or maybe you just got divorced, right? And your life was about your kids and your husband and your family. And now you realize that, you know what, I'm kind of lonely, you know, there's hope. You know, there are things that you can do to put yourself out there and foster and begin new relationships, you know, and again, please don't sit around going, well, that's just the way it is. This is what happens at this stage. It is not. This age. Yeah. And just to talk about like, you know, all the single midlifers out there, you know, when I was single, you know, I had great friends and big family and, and, but there were times when I still felt lonely because I wanted someone to share my life with. Because it's different, right? The relationship is different between your friends and your family and and a partner, right? So know that um, it's normal. It's okay to feel lonely. Even or Don't feel guilty because you feel lonely having all this support around you and all this connection. But sometimes it's a different kind of connection you, you crave yeah, and, and desire. It, it was the same way for me. You know, all my friends, all my family members were basically married. Mm-hmm. So when my engagement ended, like, okay, well, I'm single. Where am I going to go? Now what? <laughs> right. You know, I wasn't, you know, I was way past the club scene. Yeah. You know, I wasn't going to hang out in places that didn't resonate with who I wanted to be yeah. and, and how I wanted to live. So it's like, all right, how can I connect with other people? And I just went and I did things that really piqued my interest, things that I always wanted to do in the past, things that I had a genuine interest in doing. So there was something called the Course in Miracles. And I, I started reading about that. I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. And I don't know how I found it, but I found like a Course in Miracles study group. And I went to study and learn about the Course in Miracles. But in the process, wound up meeting some great people and and developed some friendships, you know. 
I always, you know, you know, I've always been active in sports. So I got back into playing hockey and I got back into playing baseball. Mm. And to this day, I'm still friends with some of those people. So one of the best ways to build connection is to find out what lights you up, what makes you happy. Because if you're doing that to be happier, you're going to meet like-minded individuals. Yeah. That doesn't mean everybody, like, you know, I didn't love everybody on my baseball team. There were some guys I couldn't <laughs> stand, right? But there are some guys that we just clicked and we developed yeah. these great friendships and yeah. we still connect periodically, you know, 25 years later. Mm -hmm. So it's really about what lights you up, where you want to put your focus in. And when you do things that excite you, that make you happy, that interest you, that pique you, pique your interest, you're going to wind up connecting with like-minded individuals mm -hmm. and the universe will take care of, you know, exactly which ones you're meant to be happy and filled connections with and which ones you're not. Absolutely. Cause it's all about the energy you're putting out there, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> and you know, it, it's, it's literally as simple as it sounds as most things in life, it's a glass half empty or half full, Yeah. right? Do you want to look at through the eyes of doom and gloom and through the eyes of negativity and come up with all the reasons and evidence of why it's difficult, why it's hard, why it won't work for you, all that. Or do you want to go, well, you know what? Maybe it could. Let me see the things that I can do. Let me be more positive, more optimistic. Let me go and try things. That doesn't mean everything you're going to try, you're going to love. You might go and try something and go, oh, you know what? Because I hear this with people, you know, out of our our audience is single and they'll try like meetup groups. It's like, I went to this meetup group and you know I couldn't stand the people. I'm like, cool. No, you're not meant don't to go, go to that there. Meetup group yeah, again. You're not meant to, the universe is saying, don't waste your That's time here. The these, one. these aren't your people. This isn't your tribe. Go find people that you can connect with doing things that you really love. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing when you do it, because, Hey, I want to do this for me versus I have to do this to meet people. Cause if you have to do it to meet people energetically, vibrationally, you're doing it from a place of fear and yeah. the way it works in the universe, because everything is energy in the quantum field is you'll manifest things back to support what you believe. So it's universal. Yeah. It's like, you believe it can't happen. You believe there are no good people out there. You believe it won't work. The universe goes, guess what? It won't. But when you're like, hey, you know what? I'm doing this because this makes me happy. This makes me feel good. I want to connect with like-minded individuals. And you're doing it generally from that place. You're focused on what you want. Then the universe goes, here, here you go. Here's the, here's the place. Here's the people. Here's the resources. These are the things going to help you get to a much better place and raise your vibration. So you don't have to be lonely. You can feel good about life yeah. and where you're at. It was actually just, I'm just was thinking about this. I was going to laugh. Um, when I was younger and single and I was so bored and like kind of had nothing to do. And I was so lonely. My, I, I went to a Tai Chi class with my parents. <laughs> oh boy. I would love to see that. It was very interesting. I don't know. Who it wasn't I, my thing. Who I'd want to see more doing Tai Chi? They, you, your mom, or your dad? They invited me, so that was nice. <laughs> they felt bad for me. Oh, my God. They must have, oh, poor Natalie. <laughs> come on, Natalie. Why don't you come do Tai Chi with us? They used to invite me for walks with them. Right. That's cool. <laughs> no, they did. Say, we did go to a few Yankee games. Mm -hmm. Well, that that was before I met Joe and before the whole Mets thing, you nice. know. So my father, we went to Yankee games. Right. <laughs> anyway, that was fun. But. It was just, yeah, that's funny. Right. So again, <laughs> if you're listening to this, we want to understand that experiencing loneliness in midlife is very, very, very common. And it's even more common as you get older for the reasons that we've discussed. Yeah. And we also want you to reiterate that there are consequences physically, mentally, emotionally, and I believe spiritually 
of not having deep social connections. connections. Absolutely. But the good news is, is that you have complete control over your life if you choose to take it. And there are things you can start doing right now to improve your social connections, to get past any loneliness you may be experiencing and to make the future better. Yes. So as you go forward, you not only have better, healthier, stronger relationships, but you are enjoying and making the most of your life because that's our goal. That's our intention. For right. You. And it helps with your uh, physical, mental and emotional health. So that's stronger. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So before we wrap it up, anything else you want to add? No, just um, this was interesting. Like I said, I was like shocked when I read this whole study thing. Yes. I was like, so that's why we wanted to talk about it because yeah. I, I never realized no, and when you first, you know, addressed it, I'm like, well, what are, what are we going to talk about loneliness for? But then I read yeah. the article. I'm like, holy crap, yeah, we, we need to talk about this. All right. So here it is. Okay. Here is your call to action. Right. So if you're, what we want you to do is take a look at your social connections and how they are currently affecting your life. And what we want you to do is grade it on a scale of one to 10, where 10, I've got amazing social connections. I couldn't be asked for anything more. I'm so blessed. And I'm just so grateful for the connections that I do have. That's 10. That's great. That's 10. Or one is like, you know what? It sucks. I'm lonely. There's nobody around to do anything with. I feel sad. I'm almost maybe even a little depressed. depressed. And that's okay. I don't want you to judge either one. No. Just give it a number. Now, you know where you're at, right? And, and just be honest with yourself and just give it a number, right? If you're somewhere in the middle, that's a five. So once you give it that number, ask yourself, how do you want it to be within the next month? Like, don't say the next year. Don't set this, this yeah, level that you're yeah. never going to get to. Oh, I want it to be a 10 and you're at a two. And I want it to be there like next month. That's, that's not going to happen. Okay. But if you go, you know what? I want it to be a four. If say you're at a one, you want it to be a four. Okay. What do you want that to look like? Right? So just kind of paint a picture in your head. What do you want that to look like? And then what's one thing you can do to move towards that? Mm -hmm. Is it join a group? Is it go find something that you're interested in? Is it call up some old friends? Is it calling up someone you haven't seen in a while? and inviting them to lunch? Is it going to visit someone? Is there somebody that you were in a relationship with and you know that they're going through some health challenges and you kind of distanced yourself because you felt uncomfortable? Well, look at them through these the eyes of love and say, you know, how can you be there and love and support them? And what you'll see, just like I saw, is what that will do for you, how that will light you up, how that will make you, and what that will do for your connection yeah. with each other. So just figure out whatever that is. And again, if you have any challenges, you know, reach out to Natalie and I, you know, our info is always in. It's always in, in the show notes. And in, listen, what's important, if you know anybody, because this is a big one, this is important. If you know anybody that can benefit from this and somebody you think that, you know, is feeling lonely and, and having a hard time, just, you know what, share this with them because it could really be what they need to kind of turn things around. Right. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, and we'll kind of close on this, is that we get so caught up in just trying to get through life yeah. that we focus so much on ourselves that we don't really see what other people are experiencing and are going through. And, yeah. you know, it's I forget the quote, but just that little act, and you don't know how far reaching that little act of kindness yeah, can be. Absolutely. And, you know, you want to get out of your loneliness, start doing things for other people, start making other people happier, feel good, 
realize that they are cared for and you'll see what you'll get back in return. Oh, absolutely. Like we said, it's all about energy. What you put out comes back. Right. So yeah. All right, everyone, as always an honor, privilege to spend this time with you. Really hope you enjoyed it. And again, if you know someone has not said who can benefit from this, please share it with them. Thank you for listening. We all love right, you guys, be blessed. Have a good one.